Hello. 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 <laughs> um, there's three of us here. Yeah, there's three of us today. I'm Maya. I'm Stacy. I'm Mima. And then and we have Mima as our interviewee. Yes, and we are the interviewers. Criminal Chronicles from the Kitchen. This is <laughs> episode two, part two. Episode two, part two. Oh, anyway. Yeah, so this is the second episode. Get all of our giggles out now. Yes. Um. So how was y'all's week? What'd you do? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> What'd, you, What'd do? you do this week? This week. This week, what'd I do? Yeah. We had Christmas. We had... Had Christmas, cleaned house, fed the dogs, Went back the to cat, work. the birds. Um, I, I even cleaned I house. I worked and worked. I worked too. It worked. Maya barely worked. I was used as a punching bag at work. <laughs> Sorry, hi, Patrick. Hi. Yeah. Oh, oh oops. <laughs> um, Sorry, Patrick. Yeah. Anyways, uh, anything else y'all would like to add before we get going? Uh, I went to the store and Maya found a mushroom. Oh, yeah. A Valentine's mushroom. And we got my mom a Valentine's. What is it? Uh, avocado. avocado. So it's like an like it's a stuffed like avocado plush, but like the um seed in the middle. I'm pretty sure it's a heart shape, right? Yeah, it's a heart. Yeah, it's a heart instead of a round round one. So it's cool. I have coffee. Nobody else has anything. Oh, I no. have coffee. Yeah, she has coffee. I had coffee earlier, but it gave me the poops. So that'll be <laughs> recording. It was rough. I haven't drank anymore since. Okay. Um, I got my new phone, you guys. Oh, iPhone 15 Plus. That's her rubbing it. ASMR. Okay. Anyway. Um, and I inherited her old phone. Yes. So she has an 11 now. It was basically brand new. I got it in yeah. October. So, October. I don't know when you got it. And then they- I have a consumer cellular phone. <laughs> <laughs> her phone is still bigger than our phones, I still think. I think my phone's finally bigger than hers. I don't know. She has a pretty good size phone. You see how big this bad boy is? It's like the size of my phone. Meemaw has no social media, so you can't follow her anywhere. Yeah, no social media. I have plenty of social media. But our social media, Facebook page is what? I told you, Cat Lover 3000 No. I'm just kidding. Our Facebook page is Criminal Crodcast. Freak. Criminal Chronicles our, Podcast. Yeah. Our Instagram is Criminal underscore Chronicles underscore Podcast. Our TikTok is, yeah, we finally have a TikTok. Oh, wow. I didn't know she made a TikTok. Oh, sorry, you guys. It's criminal.chronicles1 because apparently Criminal Chronicles is just taken. Or you could do podcasts. Like I tried. I tried. Don't. I tried. In our email. Our email is criminal. Oh, freak. Criminal Cronies. Yeah, criminal Cronies at gmail.com. So criminal and then Cronies, C H R O N I E S. That was her idea. At gmail. If you all haven't figured out, I'm Mimo. I'm kin to these two. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly. Is that what we have to say? Allegedly. 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 Oh, okay. Nice. We're on part two of Brenda White from Oklahoma. Um, we know. Trigger warning. Yes. Child murder. We we do not go into details on any of our cases. Um, As in details. Yeah. So we don't. So you share won't. what happened nope. to Brenda, just that she was murdered. Um, you want to tell the people how you knew Brenda? I thought we were doing a recap. Oh, recap. Yep, recap it. 
Yeah. Go so for it. Um, basically, Brenda was taken in broad daylight um, August 3rd of 1967 um, from a grocery store. Yeah, a grocery. Was it like a convenience? It's, or a it's between her home and the grocery store. Yeah, so so they were taking that same block. Northeast corner of Post Road and St. Patrick Drive. Yeah. She's saying that. Okay. Um, Pops is what it was called. I know, but it was in between that. But um, they found her bicycle outside the store. Yeah. And then she was never seen again until, was it like three months later? Three months later, November. Yeah. Three months later. Um, two quail hunters were hunting for quail, mm-hmm. and they found her remains in an abandoned farmhouse yep. in Hera, which Hera is about 26 minutes from Midwest City. Yeah, it was probably, honestly, I feel like it was probably further because of city limits. City limits have grown since. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's it about 40 minutes away where they found Yeah, the now it's like a 30-minute drive. Her birthday was in November, and she was found very shortly after her birthday. Yep, she was born November 22nd. She just turned six. Yep. Okay, Um, so. Are you hitting it? Let me do it. Yeah, I can. I'll start with the first one. We're just going to ask you a series of questions. Um, It's kind of like you're being interrogated, actually. It's not. There's no bright light here. I mean, there is a bright light in here, I guess, technically. I can turn it on if you want. (laughs) The the laptop light. (laughs) Okay. So, um, do you want to start with telling us how you knew Brenda and her family? When I was 12, they lived on the same street that I lived on in Bethany. Mm -hmm. And I helped babysit the children. They moved from that street out into the country, and I babysat Brenda for the first time when she was about six weeks old. Yeah, so she was a little baby. Yeah, so I knew her parents from before Brenda was born, and I knew them for a while after that when they moved to Pink, Oklahoma. Can I say Pink? Yeah, you can say Pink. pink. Oh, no one even knows where the hell Pink is. Where is Pink? Where it, yeah, where it's is Pink? east of Midwest City. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't know where Pink is. I've never heard. It's over by um, Shawnee. Sounds like we don't want to be there. (laughs) So, um, how long did you babysit her for? For? Oh, uh, they moved again. So probably I babysit her maybe three or four times. Only when they wanted to go out, I took care of all their kids. Oh, so I was twelve. And then, um, did you like stay in close contact with them once they moved or? My parents stayed in contact with them because they were all friends and went out together. Oh, okay. And, uh, they told me where she lived. We moved to Midwest city, my husband and myself, I had married by then and I had two children. Losers. And mom told me where they lived. And so I went over and I visited them and refreshed our old memories. So that was like, because you married Papa like five years after. They were born in, you married daddy in 63? Mm-hmm. 63. Okay. So four years. 
Yeah, so four years. And then, um, so she was like, how old? She was six when she, in 67. Uh, so she was three, right? Brenda? Because you said he married. You're the math person. Huh? I know, that's what I'm how saying. You, you married. Go for it here. You married Papa in 63. Yeah. And then she was six in 67. So she wasn't even three yet, probably. She was taller. Yeah, so she was a baby. Oh, baby. Anyway, um, what was it when she went missing? Do you remember like what was in the newspaper and like what people were saying? Like, or just rumor? You know how it is. Yeah, I'd already been going over to Bob and Connie White's house and visiting with their mother because I knew her. And uh, anyway, uh, Bob was gone a lot on uh, his jobs. And uh, anyway, my kids went to their church because they were invited to go with them, which was close to their home. And let's see, um, when she came up missing, when Brenda came up missing, my mother called me and I went immediately to Bob and Connie's house to see if there was anything that I could do or anyone in our family. Was it back then? Did they run like, I mean, I know they had like the radio because they didn't have the Amber alert. They had, that was on television that the girl had come up missing. So they didn't have like anything. They didn't have the Amber alert until like 90 or 80. Man, I can't remember when they had that. I think it was like 80s, early 90s. Yeah, because I remember listening to the case that made the Amber alert. Her name was Amber. So, like, they didn't have anything like air over the radio or anything. Like, there wasn't like a just in type thing. No, it was breaking news, like on the news, right? Yeah, I didn't listen to radio. It was just on the news. What was, do you remember, was there people helping Bob and Connie or were people just like, Oh no, it seemed like the whole neighborhood, everyone was helping that knew them, knew their children. Everybody was. So they were helping them. Yeah, was trying to do something for them. Um, we were talking, do you think, because like back then, so they had the little boy, which they never confirmed. He wasn't part of the group that went to the store, but they had a little boy that he said he saw her get in that white car. Uh-huh. Um, do you remember, like, back then, do you think kids were told not to go with strangers? Or was it like think- a stranger yeah. danger yeah. type thing? I don't know if it was stranger danger, but you were always told, not you to. know, not to get in cars with people that you don't know. Do you think Do you they, think she would have gotten in a car if someone called her over? What Connie told me, Connie White, was that the children that were outside that seen Brenda... She walked up to an older white car. She talked to the person through the passenger window yeah. to the driver. So the kids thought it was somebody she knew because they didn't pull her into the car. She opened the door and got in. That's weird. And that's what the mother told me, Connie. Did Connie ever think that it was someone they knew? Talking to the children. Connie said yes. Okay. And the the part I'm gonna tell that she also told me, she said earlier in the week, Connie had a dream that she was outside looking 
for Brenda and she couldn't find her. But that was earlier in the week or maybe the week before, but it was shortly before Brenda come up missing. That's crazy. And she felt bad from then on because she didn't keep a closer eye on her than what she had been doing. She just thought it was just a, a dream or nightmare. That's some mom stuff right there. That's crazy. Did people... It always gives me goosebumps when I tell people that. Do people... Did people... Was it taboo for people to talk about or did everyone talk about it? Well, until they found Brenda's body, yeah. everybody talked, everybody tried to help. Until they found her body. Until they found the body and then you were just aghast. You didn't know what to say to these people. Yeah. But Connie did say that they came and got a lot of Brenda's clothing, the police did, for their investigation. Did you know, like, when they found her in that field, they found, like, her remains in one area, and they found the clothes she was wearing in a different area? Yeah, I knew that. I think that's strange. Tell her about the guy. Did you know this part? Oh, so there was a man. Let me find his name. His yeah, I think it's, yeah, Kenneth Anderson. Okay, so he was the closest neighbor to where they found her remains. And he said that the day that Brenda went missing, okay, he saw two men pull up to, he was like probably, I think it was 100 feet. Yeah, he was, he so, was, it was further away, but it wasn't like Or 100 far. yards. He was like 100 yards northwest of where they found her, like where she was. That area. Yeah, um, that abandoned farmland. Um, he said that he saw two men pull up in a car, bring a bucket, a shovel, and I think a blanket. Was it a blanket or? Oh, no, boards. Mm -hmm. And they went onto the land. Right. And then they left like they did. But they I, I don't know. He didn't it didn't really state that um, he saw them do stuff. But he saw them walk onto like the land and then. I think a couple, like probably 30, 45 minutes later, they left. So then he, but here's the thing. He doesn't tell, like he doesn't call the police. He doesn't say anything to the police or anything. Like he doesn't notify anybody about this until after they find her remains. Which I mean, you wouldn't know at the time. I mean, you may, it's abandoned property. Right. Yeah, but that's I what mean, I'm saying. If we it's, would at all that say time, something. that area was just, yeah, it was just non-populated. You know, no, unless it like the farmers or people. So he saw men out there, but didn't say anything. And then they didn't question. They didn't even question. Them. They didn't question. There was a lot of the things neighbor. the police did not do. That's what we talked about last time. You can talk about it because yeah. they're yeah. probably all dead right now. Yeah. So. And there's a lot of things that they didn't have the DNA samples yeah, that DNA. they have now. There's so many things they have now. Well, you know, like they. So they initially targeted a teen. Do you remember this? A teen that was deemed as a loner from Harrod? I know there was a young man yeah. that they were questioning, but I never did hear any really well, good information about that. The police questioned him and then cleared him. But in 2013, an a private investigator from Lawton reviewed the case on his own. Um, and he came to the conclusion that this teen that everyone questioned originally was the murderer 
of Brenda White and the kidnapper, probably murderer of Judith Elwell, too. That kid is dead now. So that DNA wouldn't even help much. Say. Well, in 67, they probably mm -hmm. didn't even keep, they don't even have, like, I, when you do a records request, they deny it because it's considered an open cold case. So all we have is what Amaya found. Yeah. And, like, some articles, of course, from, like, the Daily Oklahoman, the Oklahoman, and then some info from the Private Eyes page. That's it. And that, that, so here is the reward. So, the police issued this reward poster. And we're going to have all this on our social media, too. Yes. Um, $500 a piece for Brenda... And then Judith. I know the on television, the, the police at that time said they believed that the two were connected. At first, they didn't. And then later on, they were saying they thought the well, two. Well, what's kind of sad is what we talked about last time is they don't. We're going to do a case on Judith, too. But they don't separate their cases. Mm-mm. Everyone talks. They, they always say they're even when newspapers, you know, anybody that they says ran one. everything together. They right. never ran it separate. Yeah. I think they should have their own separate. But this ran in the Sunday Oklahoman, August 13th. So it was CBI, Oklahoma City's oldest detective agency. And then here's the search map. That's the area they searched when she went missing, which is yeah. basically right by Tinker Air Force Base uh -huh. to Choctaw, Nakoma Park. So that's the small area they searched. And then she was found way past that area, of course. And then... This is the map that they have of where her bike was found. So her bike was found. Here's Pops. Wait, I can't see it. Her bike was found right here. I know on the bicycle, if I remember rightly. Is that the noon? It's noon. Yeah. yeah. Tornado Some, sirens. <laughs> sometimes the kids, if they rode their bicycle up to that little grocery store. Yeah convenience store they would leave it and walk home but come back and get, get their, their bikes bike. later was it called pops or popes because it's written popes in some spots and pops in others popes grocery is it popes i don't remember i was thinking it was pops too so i don't I maybe i wrong. mean some articles say pops some say popes i don't know yeah how they decide what they but here's a field a field how old was that newspaper that I got? Remember, and I put it in that box of stuff of Mama's. It's just been in the last. I have no idea. When did uh, Bob and Connie die? Um, it, I don't know. Did you see when they passed away? I did not. Sorry. There's not a lot of information. Because they them. were still alive, the last newspaper clipping that I got and I saved it. Well I know now like they Now I like, can't find it. The only person alive now is her sister and then like her nieces and nephews. From what I understand. So here's the the radiogram or the bolo being the lookout that Midwest City released. 
It was released August 3rd. Um, and it says, all officers watched an attempt to locate the following white female missing from 10147 St. Patrick's since 3 p.m. on August 3rd. Brenda Louise White. Um, she's six. She's 4'3", 40 to 45 pounds, long, light brown hair, blue eyes, last seen wearing a gray dress with white flowers, print, and no collar. She has a habit of sucking her thumb and playing with her hair when she's nervous. Which is horrible. I can't imagine a six-year-old going through that and being... Well, whoever did it, hopefully got his ass kicked and he's dead now. This is the different sketches of the average-looking dude that everyone probably looked like in 1967, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look how thin his lips are, though. That's weird. He has a, actually a small mouth mm -hmm. and, too. and a big chin. A fat old chin. Yeah, he's yeah. ugly. We can say that. He's ugly as hell. I don't know. In more ways than one. Yep. We just thought we'd cover it because a lot of people don't talk about it. And I knew that you, I grew up hearing about her case. So it's your fault I'm into true crime, I guess. <laughs> All your fault. I just think it's sad that. She wasn't found before, obviously, but then after she was found, it kind of was like everything just dropped. Well, I know Judith Elwell's family never got to close no. their uh, never, sorrow in losing their daughter. They never found her. We'll cover her, too. Eventually, we're going to cover hers. you have anything you want to add about it? No, case? just it was a sad time, and... Uh, I went home because I had uh, a two-year-old because Tony turned two in August and Sharon was uh, four. I went home and in my backyard, it was fenced in and I had two gates, which I put padlocks on so that the children could not go Outside out the this gate. gate without me knowing it. If they wanted to go in the front yard, they had to come through the house and ask me. 65 years later, still, still locked. I still have locks <laughs> on my gates, and you can ask my children padlocks on my gates. The gates are still locked. Yeah. <sighs> Everywhere we lived, except when we was out in the country with no fence, <laughs> everything's gotten uh, locked. Especially if it's someone that she knew. I mean, you would think, because that area wasn't very populated, right? Uh, no. no. So I don't understand why no one knows who that is. It was, there was some older houses out there. Stop it wasn't, uh, unless, you know, they had to run that in Hera, Choctaw places, because it was, I think the state of Oklahoma run that. It was Oklahoma, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. Daily Times or Yeah, whatever. they do it. They did it in the Daily Oklahoma and the and Oklahoma. The Sunday, okay. yeah. But I just don't, I don't know how no one knew who he was. Even if you had an inkling of you knew him, somebody should have said something. In the car, read the description of the car. Tell me if this car doesn't seem like it would stick out. It was... I mean, it's kind of an odd description, but to me, I think a car like that would have stuck out. Like you knew who drove it. A late model white um, auto with a dented door on driver's side. Vehicle described as having lots of light in front, 
Fenton. Fenton in the back? What's that? Uh-huh. Fenton, Fenton the rear. Fenton. Fans. 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 Oh, oh, Fins. Like a 57 Chevy Fins. Like a spoiler. Oh, the words were put yeah. together. So Fins on the rear. Left headlight possibly out. And that, that's a weird, yeah, I mean, him. and a dent in the, in the driver door. I could have been, the Plymouths had the fins back then. The Chevys had the fins back but then. But wouldn't that stick out like a dent? Somebody would have knew, like, oh, what's his face? I remember the dent or... after you said the dent. I remember they were talking We were about... trying to figure out what Fenson was. I was like, what yeah, the heck is that? It's Fins. fins. So it was like a spoiler. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. It is a... uh, anyway. I, mean, I just don't understand how that didn't stick out. Like so, because you remember the old Plymouths that came up and you had the '57 Chevys. Yeah, and they had the thing on the back, at, back uh, fenders and by the lights and stuff. The old Plymouths did that too. But when you think in that area, like how there's not that many people there, somebody would have known that car. The kids thought it was some. The kids didn't say they knew who it was. The ones that seen her go to that car. Yeah, they said she acted like she knew who he person was because she went up to it and then talked through the window first and then got in was she pretty quiet like as a kid like a toddler and stuff was she pretty quiet or was she uh, i was trying to remember not really she was she was friendly with the with people like she didn't see me that often but yeah. she would you know she knew who i was and i just wonder because they said that you know she sucked her thumb and twirled her hair when she was anxious so was her sister's name Dan? I don't know. I we didn't look into the yeah, family. the family like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's sad that it was never solved, and it's someone who was heinous. Well, I remember her. Her birthday was the first part of November, and they found her right after her birthday. That yeah, part I remember. She would have been. Now. She would have been seven. This is the picture that we have of her. It's like the only picture. there was, there was one that she was uh, in a, a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, that's the one they ran and ran over and, and over and over. And we'll post all the pictures and reports my has on social media so you guys can see it too. And we would like to thank Mima. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mima. We just wanted to get her take on it since she was there, obviously. And yeah. still, it's not too late. If people remember something about the car, the guy, even if you don't think it's right or you think, God, oh, it doesn't matter, call it in. Midwest City still has it as a cold case. They have a detective assigned to it um, as an open cold case. I don't, there's not a lot of documents. Supposedly at the time, what they had a, a leak or what was it? They had a, what happened to the doc, the record room? Oh, wherever they kept the the old case, the the old case cold, files, yeah, yeah, the old cold case files, got flooded, and they lost a lot of the stuff that had been collected on uh, Brenda White. I don't know about if Judith Elwell's stuff was with it or Together not. Or not. That's well, remember that it got flooded. That's the reason there wasn't that much left to go on. I was just hoping over the years maybe they re-ran some DNA, but if they if it got wet or 
destroyed, then mm-hmm. that's not because they kind they came to uh, Connie a lot asking for clothing of hers, and uh, she says, "Francis, I have almost nothing left of hers because they came out here and asked for so so much of her clothing." That's sad too. You end up with hardly anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. What's your thoughts? We've got about a minute and a half. I was hoping it would still be solved at some point, somehow, so. somewhere, by someone. Because it was a, a child I knew and loved. Well, I'm just a kid in general. And felt for their parents. Sad. Both of their parents really suffered. They really, really did. I bet. All right. This was a sad episode. Yeah, very sad. Make sure you share it. Like I said, if... if all these years later, I'm almost ready to cry. Don't, because so, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be crying. <laughs> if you know somebody, make your grandma listen to this. Make your auntie listen to this. Mm-hmm. If you know anything, if you're from that area, Tinker Air Force Base, if you were stationed in the area at the time, share the episode. Um, even if it's so you think it's not something big, bug the hell out of Midwest City Police Department. Yes. All they can do is say no. All right. Here's our sign-offs. All right. Um, love you guys. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget to leave us a five-star um, rating, a review, share. Thanks to whoever changed their four star to a five star. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>